Let's go. This is the Hub Podcast with Louise Clark. So can you tell me a little bit about the, the company that you've set up? Um, I hear that you've had a, a very uh, interesting, I suppose, lead up to, to the startup of it all. Oh, absolutely. So I, I track work started uh, a little over four years ago. So we had originally built uh, a patient tracking system for hospitals. So the idea was to track patients in real time and inform hospitals how they're performing from uh, an efficiency perspective. So recording critical data like start times of theater, utilization rates, turnovers, and so on. And so we've done our clinical trials at the University Hospital Limerick in, in 2017 and 2018. We'd actually launched that product in late 2019. Coming into 2020, we had actually started our, our UK launch and all was going really well. But uh, obviously with the onset of COVID, healthcare and the market for healthcare totally changed overnight. Uh, a lot of um, you know hospitals were, uh, were obviously completely focused on COVID, which was totally understandable. Mm-hmm. So we had to, I suppose, pivot the product a bit and a large requirement we were seeing from the market was to have an automated contact tracing solution or, or a solution we thought we could deliver. Uh, so what, what essentially we built was, and, and we repurposed our existing system, was to allow these devices to record the distance that people are away from each other uh, and just keep a, basically a log of how, uh, how long people spend interacting with each other and, and, uh, and who those critical contacts are. So if you have a, a premise with 500 people and God forbid you have an outbreak in your mm-hmm. facility, it's impossible to know where every one of those people has been and, and the best information HSE will require uh, off you and the information you required to document. So doing it in an automated uh, fashion is the only way for, for a lot of organisations and for, for a lot of our customers. Definitely. And I think, you know, around about this time, I, I know people use the words kind of like pivoting and, and, and especially around COVID. Um, was it difficult to, I suppose, you know, divert a little bit away from what you were doing into something brand new um, since COVID has begun? Yeah, absolutely. I think initially when, you know, it was quite disheartening when it happened at first, mm-hmm. and you see a down in your market, that's never nice for any company, especially uh, you know, when you spend so, lot, so long building something and it's been a lot of years working in behind the scenes. But uh, as my business partner, Fionn, always says, we're, we're used to being told our baby is ugly. So it's, it, was a, it was more than a, you know, we're well used to pivoting in, in our own industry anyways and adapting and, and adjusting. And to be, to be fair to our team, they were incredible the whole way through it. They put in late nights, long hours. And I think that's what makes a startup a fun environment to be in. And what makes it, I suppose, why we do it is that, that is every day, I suppose, for us. We're constantly pivoting, constantly changing the product to suit the needs of our customers. And I suppose it, to, to some degree it came naturally, but it absolutely was still... Uh, still quite a big uh, quite a big pivot and probably our biggest one yet <laughs> definitely um, I love the fact that it was set up by, by you and your two college friends as well have there been any um, instances where you know you butt heads I suppose you know if you're starting a company with, with people that you're very close to um, there's probably you know no ifs and buts and, and, and pussyfooting around uh, for use of a better term um, but I guess th- there's probably more positives than there is negatives with working with friends Oh, absolutely. And I mean, there's there's challenges in any business. And, and I think what we've been able to do quite well between the three of us and I think with the as, as our team has expanded, I think that's extended to everyone in our team. But, uh, you know, we are always close friends. But, we're you know, it's, it's very important to leave that at the door when you go into work and mm-hmm. you will have those moments of friction. But at the end of the day, you know, everyone, as long as everyone's going towards the same goal and we're all, you know, fighting towards getting to where we want to go, uh, that's all we can do, you know. And but definitely, there are moments where where people will clash, and I think especially the the stress and the the high pressure environment, it's only natural that those happen. It's just I suppose finding people that you enjoy working with is important, and if you can if you can have that, that does make those moments a little bit easier, you know. 
Definitely, definitely. Um, I guess for anybody listening tonight, you know, how does it exactly work? Is there, you know, a piece of hardware that people have or is it through your phone or, or what way does it work? Exactly. So we get, what happens is every member of staff gets a device that goes on, depending on how you work. So it might be on a lanyard, it may be on a wrist-worn, fact, uh, a wrist-worn device, or you may, you know, put in a belt, uh, belt clip. In some of our, fil- our clients in the film industry, they're actually using it on the ankles because they want to keep it hidden under costumes and so on. Oh, yes. uh, so it really depends on, on your, your typical work environment. And we can provide a form factor that will hopefully suit your needs and and give you uh, what 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 uh, what you're required. And these devices then they communicate with each other. They record the ID of the other device that they come in proximity with, and they send this information back up to the cloud where it's available for the COVID officer if there's the the outbreak in the facility. Um, and the the members of staff as well are given a portal where they can log in on a daily basis and see right, okay, I'm performing, you know, so well in my social distancing. We have what we call a traffic light system. So if you have uh, con- if, you've, if you've met people for more than 15 minutes inside the two meter mark, you're given red status. You've amber status if you've met people for uh, less than 15 minutes, but within two meters and green status if you've met people for within two meters for less than a minute. So that's just to disallow for scenarios where you might walk by someone in the corridor mm-hmm. or something like, like that, um, but allowing you to know how well you're performing from a social distancing perspective immediately uh, and allow you to, I suppose, engage and, and get better at it all the time. Absolutely. I think um, I've seen that, uh, you know, you're working with a lot of, I suppose, film film studios, TV studios, which I'd imagine, you know, we're all kind of watching Netflix at the moment. But we're wondering in the background, you know, when are when are all of these TV studios going to be able to get back up on their feet to be able to record the shows that we absolutely love? Um, you know, I'd imagine there's a lot of companies out there that are delighted to see this type of technology. And it means that they can get back to work a lot quicker than maybe previously thought. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's what we're saying to a lot of our clients. And, and another important fact in that is staying open. So, you know, absolutely for, for industries like film and, and, and TV, it's very important. But there's also industries that we're working with, like uh, the chemical ind- chemical manufacturing or pharmaceutical manufacturing. You know, these industries can't close. They're the critical workers on, on the front line providing us with the, the, the necessary goods that we need just to, you know, to survive, I suppose. Um, and, you know, that it's very unfortunate if you do have a massive outbreak in your facility, you won't be able to stay open as we've seen happen in a lot of meat plants up in, up in Kildare and Leash mm-hmm. and so on. Uh, and this is what this hopefully would be able to help uh, companies to do and to give them that tool that they need in their kits that, you know, if they do have an outbreak, which is in some regards, unfortunately, it's, it's inevitable that if you have five or 600 people in your premise, it's inevitable that you will have a case or two cases at a minimum, uh, just by, by the fact of the amount of people that you have working for you, it's, it's almost impossible that that won't happen. So it's just preparing for that. And when it does happen, that you're fully prepared and you have your information available to the HSC. And import, most importantly, to protect the other staff members that they don't you know, become infected at work. Definitely. Well, it's a great success story of, uh, you know, we love to support Irish companies and and especially, you know, something like this um, that's so beneficial at such a strange, strange time for, for the economy and especially the Irish economy. Um, Chris, if anybody wants to find out more about your company, where's the best place to go to find out all the details? Yeah, I appreciate that. And, and trackworks.ai is our website. So T-R-A-C-W-O-R-X dot A-I. Uh, and all the information is available there. You can contact us directly through the website uh, or on, on social media as well. Oh, brilliant. Chris, I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for coming on to talk to me here at iRadio. And uh, listen, take care, mind yourself, and I hope to be speaking to you again soon. You too. Thank you very much for your time. All the best. The Hub Podcast. Subscribe now at iRadio.ie.